The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. And we are back for another episode of the Salumas Podcast. This is Kalu. This is Chris. And we have a special guest uh, today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is CJ Buford, and I'm just a friend of the homies here. Happy oh, to be on the podcast. Just a friend of the homies. Just a friend. So yeah, you may or may not know who this individual is. He's disappeared from Facebook temporarily. I don't know what the hiatus is all about. But <laughs> he used to be a fixture in the Facebook community, but... Uh, He's laying low for the time being. Yeah, man, I just had to step back, work on myself a little bit. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. His ass is flat, and he's really been working on that shit. (laughs) I have. I've been squatting for days. (laughs) God damn it. Here we go. All right, but, uh, you know, what what prompted this episode was, truthfully, because I wanted us to sort of take a little bit of a break from what we've been doing. Like, the past month has been fucking awesome as far as our content. Uh, We've had really, really good speakers come on. Uh, we've had a lot of stuff that's really changed my view of Black History Month, especially because I'm a first-generation American and my history is completely different from any other type of uh, it's some Black of the wildest shit. Yeah, yeah, and so because of that, uh, it, this was really good because it helped me want to try try and learn more and understand more. Uh, so thank you again to all the people who uh, jumped on to to hear our episode and all the people who've listened except and all the Bryce. People, except no. Bryce, not not Jason, <laughs> not Jason at all. But uh, uh, and and everyone who's provided feedback, thank you guys uh, for everything. But as I was driving today, or I think it was Friday or maybe it was Thursday, I was on the interstate back uh, back into Bowling Green, and this one song came on, and it's the title that I'm going to use for this episode. But uh, it's called uh, "Love Rhymes with Hideous Car Wreck." And uh, it was by a it was by a band I used to listen to in like freshman year of college called the Blood used Brothers. To. He's still uh, motherfucking. Hey, it, it popped up like his my, tears was running down his no, cheeks. It's like it's, it's like a like a hardcore kind of song. Like I know, funny. like but, it sounds all like sad and beautiful, but he's like, it, it, no, it's like thrashing. Yeah, like, it's like, who it's, hurt you? No, no, <laughs> but it was funny because there was a at the end of the song they said this they said this like verse or whatever you want to call. It. They said. Uh, she met him a week after you left her when you tossed out her touch to the garbage collector. He talked her out of her skirt and his beer-soaked apartment and they did all the things you never said that you wanted. And when that part came up right there, I was like, it just made me think of like why people get the way they do when relationships end. Um, Like why that shit even matters when we're... If like, like if you're, if the, you're, sen- the sentimentalism, like yeah, the, yeah, the, like the when you're late, broken up with someone, like what, why the fuck do you care? What about is the what purpose of the collateral shit that's left behind in the wake of a, an ended relationship? Exactly, and so that was it was getting me like wondering like what goes on in your head because largely I can just sort of let people go, I could just kind of separate it, but. There are certain parts. Yeah, will be like they are dead to me. Uh, <laughs> I need that. <laughs> but there, there are certain parts though where it's like you, you still sort of keep a little portion of it in your mind, but it's just sort of in another compartment. For me, I don't. I don't like 
reference back to it at all. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what gets a lot of us because you think of a situation after you've broken up with someone and you're like out in public and you see them out with someone, you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe they're with this person or they're doing this or something. <laughs> oh, this inferior individual. Yeah, yeah. And filet mignon, they, they like Philly cheesesteak better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for real. To be fair, Philly cheesesteak is drill, though. Yeah, no, it is really good. But for I think that I'll say for me that one thing there is because obviously we all lift, so we're all slightly narcissistic, egotistical, this, that, and I'm other, not. So. I'm about the most humble Shut motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I wouldn't think anything if they were just some like big like Adonis looking son of a bitch or something like that. But if they're like yeah. weak or something or just feeble looking, I'm just like. <laughs> and it's always a downgrade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more often it than is. Not. You're yeah. like, Ugh. But is it, it? So the reason why I thought about that, I was like, is it because we think highly of ourselves or is it because we're slightly addicted to a feeling or we attach certain feelings to people, you know, that we are with or something like that? And because your brain is constantly searching for homeostasis and constantly wanting to be balanced, it, it has to be comfortable. Yeah. It goes back to that which is comfortable and it makes you feel like, oh, I actually need this when maybe you well, don't. And what we said, one of the most profound things, just to jump right in, is smell. Mm, and yes. a lot of people don't want to talk about the animalistic yeah. fucking element of yeah. it. But if you think back to like people that you spent a whole lot of your time with or had yeah. a profound... like romantic relationship mm -hmm. you know exactly how that individual smells yeah, like that sure. fucking scent yes so i you know what i i can see i can see him nodding i'm just gonna go ahead oh and yeah turn did his, we even, we're just turn did, his mic up and just bring him in bring him in there did did we even you're gonna have to sit a little bit closer yeah you're on now uh, oh. talk in there and test yourself make sure you sound hold up okay test there you go <laughs> We, so, we didn't even introduce Yeah, introduce you, yourself, man. Yeah, we, we also have another gentleman here in the he studio. He was just going to be chilling out, but I was like, I can see his face. And I was like, okay, I think maybe he's got stuff to say, too. Here we cool. go. All <laughs> right, all right, just checking. Yeah. My name's Mike. Mike Shannon. I don't know if y'all know me. Cool, cool. So, this is my man, Michael Shannon, and the bunch of young gentlemen from Glasgow, Kentucky that yes. don't know how to act. Hey, look, when it warms up, go see him out at uh, the Mammoth Cave Zipline. He'll take care of you, for real. Oh, you run that? Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's I ain't awesome. gonna say I'm a pretty big deal, but we have fun out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is it that sort of happens? Let's let's talk about that thought. That you know, for me, I think it's when we're talking about smell. That's just it's just like how our brains work. I think that when you think of someone, it's almost like they're. I think of it like um, in computer terms, you, that person is a folder, and within that system folder, there's all the different pieces. Or, you know all the different files or whatever that make up that application. If you like, will. like yeah. how that shit is compartmentalized in your brain. Yeah, and so it's like smell, feel, blah, 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 right, and all right. that stuff is right there. And, and, makes that and it's and it's a tried and true fact that mm -hmm. that smell is the the strongest sense tied to memory yes. in and of itself. So. Yes. So like. How how can we? So a get girl to a point? that wore love spell when you was a freshman oh, in I, high school. Let me tell you, I remember every girl that love wore spell, love spell. You're like, oh, I loved her. I, I burned her so many CDs. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch broke my heart. <laughs> but but truthfully, I think smell is. I mean, that's just something that that just sticks in your head. But like I was saying, how do we how do we separate science from the emotion part of it? The emotion part of it is science. That's what it is. It's the body fighting against this, this, what it perceives as throwing it off kelter. 
It's it's a deviation from homeostasis, and it's easier a lot of times. Like okay, in, in um, uh, social psych- psychological terms, uh, relationships go through these patterns where they're both partners. They come to an impasse where they assess whether the risk of moving on to taking a chance on someone else outweighs the reward that's associated with it. Mm. And then if you're like, no, this is as good as I'm going to get, then you're going to stay with you know your significant other. And it yeah. reduces it. You know, a, a big problem is people want to interject this narrative Disney movie fucking lifetime special bullshit into things mm-hmm. and look at their life in the third person. Yeah. And it, it don't work that way. You create your own reality. You're not following along to some narrative that, that you're watching from the outside. Yeah, I think that's what screws a lot of people up. It, it does. It does. It keeps people completely disengaged and it also skirts accountability for them taking control of their own personal efficacy. Yeah, so I think it's like we're more fighting the logical aspect than mm-hmm. like the science of it. You know, mm-hmm. I think you stay for those chemical lovey-dovey memories and yes. things. You know, but like even when you might know that person's bad for you, you know, logically, yeah. you know, they're a financial risk or you know they cheating on you a bunch or whatever. Yeah. Like, so I think the question is more fighting the logical side than like the science that, side of it. You know. Okay. And and again, even the negative shit, there is romanticism that's associated with like. I know that I know this motherfucker's terrible, but goddamn, he's got some redeeming qualities about him. You know that it's stroke. Let's call it for what it is. Let's call it for what it is. Yeah. And, and that's uh, that's a common theme. Like you see these people that are painted as like troubled artists, mm-hmm. um, and they are in many regards horrible fucking human beings, but they create beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. So we give them passes and their spouses or significant others are still just enamored and engaged with them, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they're huge pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I want to, I, I want, I don't think that we can, well, I don't want us to get away from this. I want us to keep going. Let's, let's try harder. Let's dig deeper into this, into this connection between, or this separation between the science part of it, which I, I think is what helps me get over people very quickly is because I turn it into a science and I'm just like, okay, that I'm shutting down that file or something like that. But I think that there's, that's a double edged sword because it's something can you face the risk of like the emotional part coming through because you haven't dealt with the emotional part at all. You just kind of shut the, you know, you've closed the application, you've set it off to the side or something like that. And because you sort of put all that stuff away, that moment where something catches you off guard you can find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, I miss that person. Or you get drunk or, you know, you call them or something like that. Oh, yeah. And and that's something else that we were talking about, how, like, whenever you're inebriated, it it shuts down your higher brain function. So that... that, that Oh, yeah, yeah. We did talk about it. The reptilian brain kicks in. It's like, I just want... Some cuddles and some yeah. smooches from somebody familiar. Come on, I think damn. a lot of us, like, can't close that folder as easily as yeah. you said. Like, for me, like, it could be bumming a cigarette from someone at work and they give me the same kind of cigarette as an ex. And, really? like, it'd be fu- fucking me up, man. Maybe 10 minutes <laughs> or Yeah, but I'd be sad. Yeah. You're dashboard confessional <laughs> yeah, shit. Like so, like, I don't know. Like, I admire you and, like, maybe you could teach me some shit off air on how to, like, let go. And I think I'm getting better. But, like, that's yeah. hard for me is, like, keeping that folder closed. Bro. No, I, the thing for me is is just that 
I do. I tend to face it. I, I think that I kind of face things head on for the most part. There's some things that, that I can't get over. I, I don't think maybe, I think maybe when I was, when the Elizabeth, who was my wife, right? We had, we had dated before oh, okay. and then we so. split what our own different directions and stuff like that. And we found our way back to each other, you know, like, oh. huh? <laughs> <laughs> we, so, you know, we found our way back to each other or something like that. And it's like, I, as I sit there and think about the stuff now, it's like, I felt at first that I closed the file, you know, I let it go there somewhere. But I remember we were, I was, we were at a gas station and, um, I didn't even know Classic she was there. Classic <laughs> No, I didn't. Well, check this out. I didn't know that she was, like, even in there. So, me, again, we've talked about this before. I'll walk into a room and just try to win it the entire time. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, like, charming being upstanding black guy. You know, like, <laughs> just like. Who can I give some pennies in this gas station? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm in there and I'm just talking to, to the person up there. And then I hear a voice in the back go, don't you ever shut up? And it was, <laughs> I turn around and it's Elizabeth there. And like instantly, like all the shit just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. His yeah. testosterone yeah. levels just shot up. Yeah, yeah that folder exploded, didn't it? <laughs> 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 that folder exploded. Bro, that's me with the cigarette type shit. Because I don't know. I'm a sensitive guy, I guess. Yeah. No, there's, I, there's, I think that's. That might be something too that gets a lot of us guys in trouble is we we forget that it's okay for us to be like sensitive about shit yeah, because yeah. maybe that is what I was doing. It's like, oh, just be tough, like push it to the side or something like no, that. No, I'd be real sad. Riding around in my car, like listening to this song, I'd be like, This was about us. <laughs> but okay, but oh my god, we've gone in so many directions off of this one thing. But have you guys have you guys been like the person wrote in the song where you're just if you if you do see them out with another person or something like that, you you get a certain way. I can tell you with all the confidence, I I don't get like I don't get mad that that part doesn't happen to me. I will I will say me personally mm -hmm. at this point, and and it took a lot of work with one individual. There's essentially one individual in my life that I ever gave the opportunity to even sure. harm me in such a way. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, I've reconciled that, and if I saw him out, I'd be like, yeah. like no, no hard feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it, I got zero problems. To even hang on to animosity is to yeah, romanticize and you just gotta let it all assign go. power. Yeah, you you have to let go and of all of it. And, for me, yeah, <laughs> not not, not giving a fuck, and then affording somebody the basic. Uh, human regard and respect of being imperfect and fucking up and having a selfish personal agenda because we've only got so much time here. Sure. So, so like I was petty. I'm sorry, I mean, no, um, but so the the petty patty aspect of it, like I mean, I don't think I would act this way now, but like about a year and a half ago, I saw a, a girl that I dated for a long time, mm -hmm. and, and this is up in Louisville, but like um, I saw her through the window of a bar chilling with uh, two dudes I didn't know, and then a friend of mine from college. Mm -hmm. So I proceeded to get drinks and sit outside of the bar, oh, right out yeah. the window. Yeah. He was yeah. out the window like Bruh. a free from. <laughs> yeah. So like I was, I was chill for like an hour, but like I wasn't like just sipping on beers and being yeah. like, 
outside the window, y'all smashing tequila. Oh, God. and like it got to the point where, and I was riding a bike back then, y'all. Like I had no car. Oh my God! <laughs> so like I go into the bar, yo, and I tell the bartender that I wanted to buy shots like for me, and then that her whole table. Oh God! And they're like, dude, you're smashed. You're cut off. You gotta get. So I feel a big old fit, you know, like making <laughs> scene. And like I mean, she's right there and sees it all, right? So then I think they, they kick me out, right? So I leave and I get on the bike and I'm like, this is bullshit, yada oh, yada yada. I pedaled <laughs> twice before I ate all the shit, dog. Just, <laughs> just a cartoon crash right there in front of the bar. Oh and then I just walked the bike home and shame. I woke up the next morning like, God damn, you got to do something different, bro. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Like oh I don't know, God. man. I definitely don't advise, you know, yeah. hanging outside the bar window and <laughs> okay. smashing tequila. Like I don't know, you got to let it go. And it's easier sometimes than others, but yeah, yeah man. And, and I will I've come say, a long way. And, and I will <laughs> say, like I, I, I tried to face it as head on as possible, and but it was hard, man. Mm-hmm. And it put me in the doldrums for a minute. Like really? I didn't have the sauce for a little while, and then really? but once you get the sauce bag, then you're like, oh, that is true. Who the fuck was I thinking I was <laughs> that, this okay. whole time? Do you do you think the sauce or the, or your idea of the sauce is just a defense mechanism? No, I think I think it's who I I was. I was that person always, and then when I got around this person, I I. I kind of muted myself. I became a more like PG 13 version of Kilborn to get along in this social environment that I was ill adapted for. Yeah, you still had the sauce, you just weren't using it. I, 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 the it. sauce yeah. was okay. just, it was, it was put away. Okay. And I, I, every once in a while, I would try and bust it out and it would make people uncomfortable. <laughs> how long, how long did it take you to get past? Oh, two, two, two years is how long it took me to, really? to completely purge to the point where there was no, uh, like, how fucking dare you or, uh, or, uh, romanticizing or missing or putting somebody on a pedestal. Two years total. And I mean, that's not like, hardcore two years of just uh, yeah, like, yeah 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 it, it, it tapers off it, it fluctuates or whatever but i can honestly say at this point that i'm like yo dude, live your life again you can't blame somebody for being uh for being selfish because we again it it the way i see things we've only got so much time that's your commodity and it's not for me to expect of you to give me your most precious commodity. It's like when y'all say, and y'all said this a lot in podcasts and it's resonated with me a whole lot, but like audit your circle. Mm-hmm. If you're bad for that person's circle and they audit you out, man, like you yeah. can't hold a grudge against that. I think for a while I was real bitter with this chick. Like, really? Cause she was really good for me. I have a, a daughter. She's really good for my daughter too. Yeah. And I just was like, man, like, I thought we were in this, you know, yeah, like, and yeah. then like, I real like now I realize that kind of like, I was definitely not pulling my weight as yeah. far as, and like, I think she believed in me for a while. And yeah. then after just let down after let down, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, I got to move on type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, it's just like, you can't be too damning on them for auditing there. So like, I don't oh, know yeah. if I think about CJ two years ago, bro, like I would be happy <laughs> to be like, not be friends with yeah, that yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, you got to chill out. <laughs> you know what? For some reason, as I was thinking about the what you were saying, do you remember that movie uh, Hancock with Will Smith? It was. It was oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I swear to God, I yeah. love that analogy again. It's me romanticizing shit. It's like, oh, we're just damned to destroy one another. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and, and if you guys don't know the the concept of that movie, it's like Will Smith and Charlize Theron. Is that who it was? Yeah, they were fine. both like 
gods so or something. Like, yeah, she's a baddie. They were both like two <laughs> god, like superhero type people, and uh, they would they were would always get stronger. They were really, really strong when they were like far away. But as they started getting closer to each other, they started falling in love again, and then like everything was falling to shit. They they lost their powers, and there was one part because I'm about to spoil it for you guys. There was one part where if y'all ain't seen this goddamn, you need movie, to get but, the hell out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Press What's pause right you? now. Yeah. Press it. pause right now. It's got Will Smith in it. Goddamn. But right. But like they were both like dying, or she was dying, or something. And there was like that phase as he was like taking steps, like running, trying to run away from her, so like everything healed up. And then because he he also couldn't fly anymore when he was really close to her. And as that he's kept getting away, the steps kept getting bigger. Then they turned to jumps, and then he had like flown away. And both people lived. But like I think of when you're saying like auditing your circle, I think that when yes, you have like. You have a circle with like groups of friends and stuff like that, but when you enter a relationship, that is a circle in itself. You're supposed to be like, you know, do a self check on yourself and be like, what what things make me happy? What things are good for me? All that kind of stuff. And if that person doesn't fit that that description, then you've got to let that you have to audit it and let that person go. The next battle after that is the one that you're going to be doing with your brain. Like going back to the fact that I said that your brain constantly mm-hmm. wants homeostasis right. and when it realizes this pattern and it's like, this is what I've been used to. This is what I expect. Bruh. And it has nothing to do with the person, Bruh. right? Phantom limb syndrome. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, That's I remember fucking... that. And was it Dr. House when he did something like that to a... He did that to like a veteran. He, like he had his arm cut off or something like that. And then didn't he he cover the arm with like a box or something like that? And then the guy, yeah, with a towel, the guy started thinking that his arm was actually there, and, but and, it really and, wasn't. And, and yeah. that's the thing is the the individual is gone. I yes. mean, it, they're they've moved on. The remnants is essentially something that is endemic to you. It's a part of your body. It's a physiological. It's that file yeah. that you're talking yes. about. And then that file has nothing to do, like, to a certain point, it's it's not the person that you want. It's just those feelings that were attached to that file. Yeah, and then and then in accordance with that, there are a lot of details. Like yes. we were talking about, even something as simple and basal as their scent mm-hmm. is... Man, that really that's one of the most profound things yeah. to elicit anything. And then beyond that, you've got like a song. Songs are mm-hmm. a big deal. Like he was saying, the same brand of cigarette even. Um, and so more into this point, like, and I like that file analogy, like when you open that file of this person or that relationship, mm-hmm. like then it's even more subcategorized to all that. Yes. Like which files are you opening? You're not opening the bad memory file every yeah, yeah, time. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... You, you forget you, the yeah, bad you, ones. You, you build, yeah, you overweigh yeah. the stigma of this yeah. person and those all those sad times and little tiny memories like build up to where you forget about that one time she kicked you down the stairs or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I didn't happen to me though. Uh, uh, shout out, like, shout like, out to Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> our homie Nancy Spartan kicked our buddy Zach down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wild. But no, like so you know what I'm saying? Like. I guess all the good is what you mostly like remember yeah. more frequently, man. And that just kind of, I think makes it worse, you know, and, or and harder also, to move on. Because and I think when you get into a, another relationship and something bad starts to happen in that one, it becomes very easy to fill it with the good from another thing. And you start thinking, Oh, this is something going on. Now you miss that person. But yeah. like, what I want people to understand is that if you're, if you're view it the right way, it's, you can't attach that person 
to that thing. Your brain yeah, just it, wants a feeling. That's it. Right. You know, so if you were in like it's a phantom uh, fucking yeah, limb at that point. Yeah, man. if you're having just a, a shitty time in your relationship, but you remember but that you and your ex fucked like porn stars. Uh oh. <laughs> hey. What's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're yeah, gonna start yeah, thinking yeah. you're gonna forget the fact that they were an utter piece of shit. Yeah. And then you're yeah, just you like, will. Oh you... god, you start thinking about it, you start wondering even like no matter what is going on in your current situation you know what i'm saying yeah, people will turn like, mountains into or molehills into mountains or something like that and and, and yeah and, and you will sit around and be like oh yeah we were some bad motherfuckers. yeah exactly yeah but it's it's also very comparable to addiction in general it is and, and the process of addiction and relapse and things like that and relationships relapse mm-hmm. but even if you get off of your fix Mm-hmm. You know, the really the neurotransmitters, the chemicals that that person elicited by their presence or what you've created about them. Even whenever that shit is gone, um, obviously there's part of your brain that has been allocated specifically for that type of sensory, receiving that type of uh, stimuli. Mm-hmm. Um, it will atrophy over time. It will atrophy, but... I, I would dare say that there's always going to be a, a air quotes scar of some sort that's associated with it. Yeah. And it's, again, I guess I, it can manifest itself. That scar can manifest itself as a, a periodically romanticizing something that happened, you know, years ago with somebody that has no bearing on your life whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I think though, for me though, my, I, I take that, I like that scar approach and I take that too. And, and I think that for for me, when when you get into a, a new relationship or something, you if you're if you are playing the active participant in your life story, right? Then each scar before is supposed to tell the story of how you get there. Right. And so because I sort of view life like that, view where my you know where I am right now in my marriage and stuff like that, it's like yeah, I mean. We've both gone through some shit, but that's what tells a story. And so for me, I look back on that stuff with like, hell yeah, man! I had to get, I had to go through that before. It this. It, it affords, it can afford perspective. Yeah, but it, for some people, it could also they may they may hate that part so much they want to forget they retreat. it. They, yeah, yeah, they retreat, and you can cause problems well, and for what, guess, what you have now. And I guess we can transpose that into almost any kind of dynamic. Sure. Is the either persevere or fucking retreat. Mm-hmm. If you use it as a learning experience to make yourself fucking better, that's really the objective of mm-hmm. it. The 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 collateral damage of these relationships, you can turn it into something dope and positive. Like you have to. You have yeah, you to. You have right. to. But because I dwelled why? on mine for so long and it got me nothing. Dude. Yeah. And now I'm I'm separated from it and I'm doing like I'm proud of me now and like yeah. my the things I have going on. Yeah. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that until I yeah. finally like jumped that fence or whatever. Exa- okay, so now let me ask you this. Would you repeat all the stuff you've done to get to where you are now? Hell yeah. Okay. Pro- yeah, so, okay. Yeah, that's that's probably hell- yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take my my trajectory like I would repeat it cuz I fucking love where I am now. I do. Yeah, and I know like the stuff that it took to sort of get there. Now, yeah, there is collateral damage. Other people get hurt. It causes all sorts of stuff. But at the end of the day, I do not answer for other people. Well, and, and it really comes down to, I think, it on a, a, a very, very fundamental level, not objectifying other human beings and not being possessive of other human yeah. beings. Because I like the I like the 
and, and I forget what quote it is or who says it, but just enjoy the flowers along the way. Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah, don't you can't, pick them. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't hold on to this shit. Don't yeah. hold on to this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You you appreciate, you accept. You don't you don't attempt to change. You you afford what you're willing to, and you accept what you're willing to. But really, going around trying to dictate the behavior of other people. Because he used to date him. Yeah, because yeah. He, yeah. Or just like self-pity and longing for like what once was. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like for a while, it, I didn't even think to acknowledge or address the issue of like, well, why did she not want me back after we broke up? Really? You know? and like, man, like, what, like what was it? What did she see in me and what can I do to fix those things? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I never really had a steady job those two mm-hmm. and a half years. Um like just really simple things that like are easy corrects, you know what yeah. I'm saying? For I'm 30 years old now, man. Like, but is it an easy correct? Well, it was hard for me, you know, yeah. the, just the the way I am, and you know, I'm a very personable dude. I like to be yeah. out and about, and like to be seen, and like now I lo- I love to sit at home on a weekend and blaze up and read books. Dude. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends are in Louisville, are like you know, come drink down here, You're playing like, nah. Smash Bros, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm real good at being like, all right, I'll see you on 30 minutes, and then just like, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I learned that it's from Chris. Great. Actually, it's yeah, great. yeah, I'm the king. I am the absolute king. <laughs> but yeah, so like back in the day, like there would be times where like you know she probably would be like, you know, we need to go home. We're spending too much money, and I'm yeah. like, oh, what? Shots for all the oh. people standing to my left. How dare you? And like you can't do that shit we went to yeah. nashville one time with our homies and like she was like hold my debit card i'm not bringing the purse oh, God. wrong move girl <laughs> and i'm sorry about that yeah but i went ham nigga and like oh, if that God. was my dollars like right now i'd be so spicy dude but like i i just was not financially like equipped to even be an adult back then and she had it all together you know yeah. what i'm saying so like that's has to be one of the big reasons like sure why we never got back together and i get it like i wouldn't want to date me back then either, dude. Do, like, you, do you know what they're what they're up to now? Uh, we still have mutual friends and things, and okay. I'm sure she's still doing well. I think she lives in Louisville as well. Okay, um, but no, I don't really see her. I don't go out much. She was never one to go out much when yeah. we were together and stuff. So I don't really know. Would you be? Um, would you be like? Feeling weird if she was out a bunch now? You'd be like, wait a minute. Like I'd be a liar to y'all if I said it wouldn't like shock me or like or affect me for you know the the rest of the evening or the day or whatever if i bumped into a kroger or like was out to eat and like saw her on a date or something because you know like i mean i i definitely still do care here's something crazy that just happened yesterday dude so um i had my daughter with me all weekend and um so we were at the house watching a bunch of harry potter movies Mm -hmm. and we were about to go to this jump zone so um she's in the living room watching harry potter and i'm going to get her little pack bag to get her some clothes to go and i'm digging through the suitcase and in the bottom my grandma does all these scrapbooks mm-hmm. so i have a ton of scrapbooks like from over the years mm-hmm. and there's pictures of like this ex i'm talking about like yeah and me and olivia at the park and like she's pushing her in the swing oh and God. so i'm digging through the suitcase bro like that's from like Owensboro, like Friday, and it's yeah. a Saturday and this picture of oh this ex God. and pushing olivia on the swing it's in the suitcase and i'm yeah. like like, there's no way her mom, you know, my daughter's yeah. mom put it in there because that's not her mom, you know? And so, yeah. I, so I'm you like, know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, will say, I will say, like, she could pass as her mom. Yeah, she could okay. pass she as my daughter's no mom. Shit, yeah. um, 100%. But so anyways, like, and so as I, like, I see it, it shocks me, dude, because, like, clearly I'm an adult. I know that Olivia saw this photo in the yeah. scrapbook, took it out, and put it in her suitcase. Like, that... Oh, bro, God. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I thought I was over it, bro. And, it's like, and so, like, uh. I see it, and I'm like, it takes me aback for a quick second. And then I turn, and like, Olivia's like right behind me, like a ninja. And she's just yeah. like, Papa, are you mad that I took that? 
I just miss her, Papa. And I'm like, oh, bro, like you can't. I was like, you can't hit me with this, Olivia. And she was just like, well, do you see her anymore? And I was like, I don't. Like, I was like, sit down. Like, we're gonna have to have a talk, you know. And like, I think I think it helped me in the long run, dude. But like. Oh, dude, it shook me, bro. Because she was just yeah. like, I miss her. Like, do you still talk to her? And I was like, no, like, she she doesn't like me anymore, baby. And like, yeah. she's allowed to. And um, so, like, she does this little heart thing. So, her hands, y'all can't see it. But yeah. like, uh, she goes, but you guys were. Oh, and I'm just no. like, oh, I know we was in love, girl. We was. <laughs> but I ruined if it. If I could feel <laughs> emotions, oh I would cry. Bro, it, 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 so, it, it kind of got man. to me, man. Yeah. But like, obviously, I let her keep the picture. Um, and you know, like, yeah, it just, it, she, like, that girl was good for me. And yeah. like, looking back, you know, as much as I longed for it for those yeah. few years after, it was really hard to get over. Like, it made me kind of step up and realize how I had failed her in that mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. to be a better me and like sure, the, sure. the dude I am today, you know? So, like, I don't know. I think it'd be straight if I saw her Kroger or something. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, like, can you, can you see, like, the, the bigger part, like the bigger picture, the lesson that needed to be learned. I do all now, the other yeah. stuff more than just like again. The kid will see two people that really loved each other and all that stuff. But were you able to sort of set? I know you said you were taken aback, but did it just kind of stop there? Was it like okay, whoa, that's shocking. Okay, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we and need to have a can, talk. Like, yeah, to explain it to Olivia because like, sure. Man, if this happened last year, dude, I'd yeah. have been like. Let's drive around and maybe we'll see her. Because like my daughter's the dopest for one, but like I know like there's no way this girl could like if me and Olivia run up on her like it would affect her too. Because my daughter's like just so adorable and yeah, yeah. I could be like yeah, put put a charm on her. Oh, Oh, (laughs) and like that's terrible. Like, but I don't know, man. I was still in my feels back then. So I'm thinking, yeah, it's a strategy (laughs) to use it. Oh God, that's got to be. But no, it was, and like also, I'm happy that that happened yesterday. Yeah. So where that like I could have talked to her. Yeah. And a way to like help her understand and like, as I was saying it to her, like, I I felt it to be true. You yeah. Know? So like yeah. it was good. You know. Yeah, that's really good because I think that a lot of people in the wrong circumstance or in the in the wrong mindset, if that happened, you know, they'll start like. Look, looking you up and checking yeah. all this other stuff and then sort of starting to be in the same places that you are or things like that and you're just like uh, you gotta look at that stuff and just say like man that's that's really dangerous because when you lack that awareness man people do get themselves either back with the same person that was bad for them mm-hmm. or back with the same or they'll start dating the same type of person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and those are the real dangerous ones well, where they just and, keep and going back a, to that a, a phenomenon where it's almost like food poisoning like mm-hmm. you're like you avoid a certain type of individual yes. all together because, because it reminds you of yeah and, <laughs> and, and really like it it can stifle you more yeah. than anything <laughs> like you're not giving motherfuckers chances based upon superficial ground sometimes yeah. You know that really makes me think. Now that I've, now that you've said that, I think there was, and one of the times where I was, you know, between the times where where my wife and I were not together, I remember seeing something and like the person she was dating liked, um, what's it called, The Walking Dead, and I think I was like. Fuck zombies! Fuck the walking dead! <laughs> Not walking yeah, dead! Yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Kill it! Fuck them all! I'm with you, bruh. I'm so with you, dog. Just bad directing, but deep down, it's like, oh my god, you guys enjoyed that show! Yeah, I'm not your big ass bitch! 
<laughs> yeah, I, I really think that might be there might be some shit right there. It's like, oh wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess it worked back out, you know, because we're married now. But yeah, that's uh, and, and then like, let me even, ask you though, do you have you watched The Walking Dead? I've only done like three seasons. Then I uh, stopped it right around that time. Like, uh, no, no, we're and done. you've never picked it back up. Yeah, no, 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 it's dead. It's worse than a zombie yeah. to me. It's dead for yeah, real. Exactly. And, and thankfully. The shit that I was saying as a defense mechanism years ago were true now. Like, oh, this shit's repetitive. <laughs> that is Why true. would I anyone watch yeah, that? But yeah, now it's now it's just trash. I don't let her watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, I think of like I, I see I now see the the guy that she was with at the gym, right? And so it's the most again. We're all meeting. Kalu's gonna chloroform him. So then, when I got my drunken tequila story outside the bar window, sure. the guy that I knew from college that yeah. she was in there with, I live with him now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow, we're roommates. Good, great times. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're homies. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like, she owed me nothing at yeah. that point in time. Sure, so like, sure. I can't be mad at either of them. But like, <laughs> yeah, but no, I see, I see the guy like at the gym, and it's like, it's it's a different thing. Like, I still have my when he first came in, I was like. Struggled on 225? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't mind me I here. I'm it. just going to throw the shit up 50 goddamn times. You know? like, I knew it. Make I sure you makes eye contact while yeah. he does way more weight. I was like, struggling on the 30s? Oh. Here we fucking go. Hey, yeah. hey uh, you got to flex, need, man. If you need me to spot you, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Kill him with kindness. Yeah, no, I, I wish. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it's Look terrible. People's elbow. Huh? Yeah, it's like it's called weapon of choice. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Uh, that that's the only that's the one person that I can think of doing that, and it's not it's not good. It's it really isn't good, you know. And then also, um, does your daughter's mom have a boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Do you feel a certain way if you if you're just like, oh, I can't believe he's with him or he's with this or with that? Like I don't know. I guess me and the dude had our problems for a while, but he's a good dude. Like really? I, I think I'm tighter than him. No uh, offense. He's probably gonna hear this. He's probably gonna hear this. <laughs> but like, I don't know what it he's is, a so. cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You know, Shout out, bro. Uh, <laughs> you're real tight to my daughter, and I appreciate that shit for real. <laughs> okay, so he's a good ass dude. That's huh? my homie. Yeah, okay. I just don't know him very well. I didn't know him very well before. Yeah. Our circles of friends and they like intertwined. Yeah. Just like sizing each other up. Like yeah, yeah. Like what's up? Do you, you put the car seat in wrong? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that? Um, where do you think that that comes from? Like, if you guys are in the same, if you're in the same atmosphere, like, what happens to you two? How does the dynamic and how does the communication change or get affected or anything like that? Because I feel um, like I'm different. Like, I'm. I don't think I'm different. I'm just. I, I feel like I'm normal, but like, I feel like there's more eyes on me. When I'm in the presence of my my stepdaughter's dad, okay, like because I I'm just like I'm the better fucking dad. So you do. Well, this is like this, do you perform a little bit or this dude also has a kid. So mm-hmm. like I mean I don't I don't necessarily think it's a who's a better dad contest yeah. by any means. Like okay. I don't, I don't ever. So I'm it. just being a 16 year old. Well, no, not necessarily <laughs> because like, yes. well because like it would I guess it's different like. You guys are both interacting, like, yeah, and that's the one kid. Like I know yeah. he's he has a daughter that he's very involved with as well. Okay. And I see that I see him as a good dad. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have to worry, you know, if he's being 
good or treating my daughter well. Sure, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, I think Olivia would tell me if yeah. uh, there, there was anything going on. But, like, so back to what you were saying, like, when we're in the same vicinity yeah. or whatever, I would say probably two, three years ago, like, it was not good. And I would yeah. say I was the asshole the really? majority of the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, I mean, this isn't physically what was happening but the term like i was trying to like swing my dick around like yeah, you know yeah, like no, yeah i know you're dating her mom yeah, like yeah, you know she's still my kid i think uh over the years like i've matured a little bit i mean it's not like i've reached out to like chat with him and hang out yeah, and stuff and, but, nor like, should you right yeah. but like i mean if i find he's there for pickups or drop-offs or stuff yeah. or like at her house you know we'll say what's up you know really? um you know it's it's very civil but like i mean i don't know it's like we don't really engage yeah. with each other. And I, th- you, I think if, it's better that way, for real, honestly. If there wasn't a kid involved or anything like that, would you and, and would you sort of still be perfectly fine? Again, what I'm trying to sort of unpack here is, are we able to separate the science from the from the emotion when something like that happens? If you're, if you're in the same area as your ex and their new boyfriend or something like that, can you operate at 100% the whole time? Or do you do, you ha- do, you do a little extra? I guess, like, so... For this situation, um, like the setting, I guess, what I think you're trying to portray is like a long period of time, like maybe like a two-hour family gathering. Yeah. So, I, we've only ever been around each other five, ten minutes. You know really? what I'm saying? Okay. So I think that like if he's at my daughter's birthday party and I'm there too, like, and he's like, Olivia, let me help you cut the cake. Like, you're you like, know, no, yeah, bitch, there's no, the yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think we would have that like drama yeah, yeah. or anything. But like, I don't know, like say it's just like a play date or something. He's there, I'm there too. And like. Olivia's being an asshole and he like yells at her like that would probably rob me up, like even though I maybe don't want Olivia being like a little yeah. brat to the whatever but like I'd be like yo I'm here if I wasn't here you could you could handle yeah. it you know so um and I think that probably varies from person to person yeah but um I don't I don't necessarily think don't that Nate you're Nate in the wrong well, not even kids I'm just saying <laughs> yeah I don't think yeah. you're in the wrong necessarily the by kids. like yeah I don't have children not necessarily taking it as a contest like I'm a better yeah, stepdad yeah. And but, I want you but to like, understand it has nothing it's like it's not kids I'm just through a situation there. right right oh, if yeah. you're near your ex like do you stunt a little bit oh no yeah. I'm a 16 oh, yeah. oh so yeah up. not like, with I the baby no mama kids. stuff the yeah. the girl I was dating that I was it took me a while and sure yeah so Jadena played a show in Louisville and like I was a huge Jadena fan and like I guess she knew that too when we were dating and stuff so like i went to the concert i had vip tickets yeah i didn't expect to see her there but i did yo and i had on like a three-piece suit bro oh, vip God. i had all these drinks bro I was fresh as fuck yeah so then after the show like she was just kind of hanging in the ballroom and like i was standing over by the curtain and yeah. like she kept kind of looking over at me and she was with some dude who's some cheese dig dude <laughs> <laughs> and so this cj dude- single-handedly just ended his whole <laughs> <laughs> But no, so the security guy comes up and I got to like go down like yeah. backstage and meet him and stuff. And like, so it was totally a flex. Like, yeah, it was like, a total yeah, flex. yeah. And I mean, that's probably like rude or like honorary. Is it or is like, it just science? I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I hey, don't man, feel bad at science, all. <laughs> science is rude, bro. That's true, man. It's yeah, I mean, like, I guess at that point, I was still longing for her. I yeah. didn't expect to see her. And then she was with some other dude. So, like, my objective was to enjoy the show, but let her know that she made the wrong choice. Like, being Did she, though? No, probably not. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I bought out that night, but I still, like, yeah. had bills and shit the next day. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Day, you know what I'm just, saying? Yeah, you so, planted a seed of doubt. Though. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. enough for you for the evening. Yeah, I felt oh, good. I felt good about it. <laughs> let's, okay, let's let's talk about that. What you just said, the seed of doubt, just planting that. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew that your ex or whatever was going to be in the same spot, and you just you 
You stunted just a tiny bit, and you're like, I planted the seed. You know what's funny with me is that I have, like, just a couple of long-term relationships, mm-hmm. like exes. One of which, if I saw them somewhere, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to pretend like you don't exist. And then the other one I would be cordial with and then keep it moving. But overwhelmingly, women that I have hung out with over my life, I still have a decent kind of dynamic with. So if I saw them out somewhere and they was with their new dude or whatever, I might just stop and just look at them where it's like, <laughs> like God. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then keep it moving. And that's yeah. all there is to it. But, uh, but I, I don't know. I guess this last relationship that I was in, I, if I'm honest, I would size an individual up if I saw her with somebody and then make a, uh, like, take self-inventory and do, like, compare and contrast. Yeah. Like, see what it is, like... I don't maybe, think there's a way maybe, to avoid that, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, so, like so. you you are going to draw comparisons between yourself and who this person is. Even if it's not malicious or you're, like, not deliberately trying to pick them apart, it's more, again, it's, it's self-assessment as much as anything, or it can be if you want it to be. Hmm. I I think there's a very fine line with that, too, because I think that that can get a lot of people into trouble, especially if you, if at that moment that you take inventory of yourself, you don't think highly of yourself. Oh, yeah, but see, I don't have that problem, so. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I I don't don't know if any of us lack lack for self-confidence or anything, but for for people who might, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can sit there and think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've. I've totally been in the same room as my ex and her girlfriend or uh, boyfriend or something like that. Hey. <laughs> 2019, hey. 2019 you, hey. whatever, you can do whatever you want. Body. But I've been in the same room and I just don't, it just doesn't, nothing, like I feel nothing. You know what I'm saying? But the first time I was just like, oh, okay, that's there. And then in my head it's like, I'm stronger. I'm this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like looking at shoes, credit scores, 420. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> 420. You know, it's like, I look what they're doing, like what they're doing, I'll, I'll this, that, and the other. And then it just kind of goes away. But like, I sit there and also wonder, like, what would happen to me if they were just like, fucking Jesus, you know, like the perfect dude that were even I'm like, damn, he's, yeah, yeah. Wow. Damn, that's a fucking update. Uh, yeah, like, what well, happened then, then you just got to accept that you got a crush on him, too, at that yeah, point. You're yeah, going to be like, you are a like, dope individual. Yeah, be like, like, I really you, like you. Go forth and procreate. Yeah. Yeah, I I hope that that's what I'm like. Hey, that's what <laughs> But you then did. again, also, because neither of us lack for confidence, we're like, they're all downgrades. But if I want to be, you know, I, I like to look at things kind of in the abstract. Everything's entirely subjective, you know? And, uh... Low maintenance. There's something to be said for low maintenance, and I don't think anybody in this motherfucking room, even if we would like to say that we are, we're I'm not, not low maintenance. We're not low maintenance no. at at all, and there's a lot to be said for yeah. low maintenance. I asked my wife, like, I'll do like we've talked about it before. I'll say something like, "Hey, I, I, I cleaned this. <laughs> I cleaned this plate. Are you proud of me? <laughs> Look at what I did. Yeah, guys, let me know. Yeah, yeah. tell, tell, tell me, me I did good. good. Tell me I did a good. <laughs> I just I'll come back from the gym like, do you? My arms look, look fucking big. And have you ever like, seen no. such a big, beautiful motherfucker like this? <laughs> like, like, ever? I, like <laughs> I, I think truthfully, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a problem. But, uh, <laughs> but going going forward, I don't intend for us to solve anything for this episode. It's just something I've been thinking about. So, I, what other things can we unpack with this whole breaking the science from the love? Well, honestly, I think the largest portion of this is being entirely honest with yourself 
taking inventory of everything that I guess has happened in the relationship and you can still hold people accountable mm. while advocating for their well being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think if we let go of the narrative idea that's often attached to not just relationships, but almost any kind of interpersonal interaction. Mm-hmm. This romanticized fucking narrative that's created, that's larger than, and it actually con- makes things more convoluted and and unclear. Mm-hmm. It muddles things because it, it, if something doesn't coincide with this narrative, it throws us in disarray. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the narrative that has always been... Uh, a part of me is the fact that I don't like being alone. I'm such a social, <clears throat> social creature and I like being around. Like I, now as I've gotten older, because I am jealous of my free time and I don't like to like hang out with a lot of people all the time, but like, I still like someone to be there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, I like Elizabeth or if it's not her, if she's like not in the picture. I'll have one of my buddies like, Hey, like let's go Kalu hang out or something. Has the biggest body pillow that you have ever seen. It's, in the your size of a grizzly it's, it's got bear. him on it. too. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. It's, it's a Kalu body It's like you pillow. squeeze it just tells you how strong you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you squeeze like, did you lift today, bro? Fuck, man, you're looking extra vascular. Yeah, I squeezed it one time and it said, "You have so much money." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also don't like being broke. So. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, man, it's a uh, because I don't like being by myself. There was there was rarely after the I'll say after the time where I found the confidence uh, in myself and be like, oh. I, I think I do look good or, you know, I think I could be attractive or anything. Like that. I think that it's, it's unfortunate for any, for any guy to not feel that, especially these days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But for the moment that it happened for me was like later on in life when I was like, Oh, I got it. You know what oh, I mean? Right, right. And when you have that, that sort of where that kind of comes into your head, it's like, okay, then it's, you almost you don't want people to not be around you or something like that. Yeah, you're just like I have to share myself with the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess essentially. <laughs> I can't be selfish with all this. Yeah, I want to but- uh, touch on what Chris was saying, like how you can't, like I guess you gotta like, hold, or I don't know, you can still hold account, like you can still care for their yes. well-being being and yes. hold them accountable per se. So, like I've this chick I've been talking about all episode or whatever. Like I've never had a girl like I guess do that option weigh those options and like choose to not get back with me or like yeah or just like ghost me completely because like i mean i haven't heard from her in forever and like i don't expect to and that's fine but that's never happened to me bro so (laughs) like that that really got to me and like I don't know. I guess I. How I, could you quit? Yeah, how, me? yeah, 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 bro. CJ but it's, Buford. It's the <laughs> but yeah, you bit me. Lady? I think for for every for every man, we we do have our pride. We have all that kind of stuff, and right. we do, and it does come from. I don't. I'm, shut up, I, Chris. You're a yeah. liar. <laughs> so he's lying to all of y'all. <laughs> you know, there's this like deep seated though. I'm not afraid to sort of talk about it. This sense of entitlement, kind of, especially when you have. Uh, when you have that confidence, you're like, oh, things are generally supposed to work in this way. Yeah, for me, yeah, you know? yeah. And when it doesn't, and like, not even when it doesn't, like, oh, it didn't work out, but we still smash. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. It didn't work <laughs> out. Oh, yeah. so this, when it's like, you do not work for me. I do not like you. You are bad for me. Right. We should not be, you know, that's when it's like, 
for a guy, you're like, I just took an L, right? I? And and then for me <laughs> in that situation, she was like really good for me too. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> come like, back, come on, man. Like, and then for a while, I wouldn't like look at that same picture she was looking at. I was just oh, like, man. you know, we had the good times, yeah. right? And then like there were some changes that needed to be made, you know? yeah. And yeah. it took too long to be made, yeah. And so she's moved on. That's yep. that's fair. That's I, life. I think, and also the taking account, like. You know, holding them accountable at tip, but to also taking yourself, uh, taking accountability upon yourself. I hope, I feel that I do, that I try to take for all of my failed relationships, uh, I try to take more of the responsibility because I feel like no matter what situation I sort of get myself into. I will always try to learn more and grow more than that person. If uh, that makes well, sense, you know, so, like, honestly. It, you it, it, and if you frame it up, it's funny because we use terms like like failed relationship. Long as you don't die, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you yeah. Man, you like you succeeded that you got yeah. past that level. Yeah. That it was a hard or level. Yeah, but not everyone thinks it like that. You know, I definitely yeah. thought I took the biggest L of my life, bro. Yeah. And like that was probably the best petrol to fuel me to get my shit yeah. together you know what i'm saying oh, i ran away from bowling green and yeah. like and i still didn't have it in louisville like yeah. i'm doing much better now sure. but like do that, we call it failed relationships there or can we just call it completed relationships completed hey i like you that. know yeah. it, ran, it ran its course hey. yeah I, and i think it's only fail i think you, we need you to complete learned. this relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, use that fellas use that hey. The finish line is right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if you view it as a completed relationship, it allows you to separate yourself from it. It allows you to separate that up, that extra yeah, stuff dude. right there. Because if you call it failed, no one wants to feel like they failed in anything. Your brain certainly does not want and to feel like And who's going around saying it was a completed relationship? Yeah. Especially like, because uh, a lot of them you ain't really carrying around an enormous yeah. amount of animosity. No. So why not call it a completed relationship? Yeah. It, like, it served its course. You know, it, it, yeah, did, yeah. it did what it needed to do. The I've fuck, learned what I need to learn from it. The like, fucked up shit made you stronger, and yeah. then the good shit. It was Talk tight to... then. It was yeah. tight. That's yeah. what it needs it to be. Tight. It was yeah. tight then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's truthfully, if we did alter our mindset on on completed relationships, hey, we would never but, have problems getting over. But people. peep game. But peep game. There's a there's a room full of four men right now, right? Yes. Dude. There was a chance for a woman to be here. There was. Me, there was no. There was no. 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 But I, I have to I have to say something here. Okay. We take for granted that dudes be mad creepy though. Sometimes. Dudes are creepy as fuck. Dudes yeah. will stalk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do all kind of wild yeah. shit. I, I acknowledge that I was creepy as shit at that bar. Also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have yeah, edited that behavior out of my life. <laughs> but, but even worse than CJ creepy. That yeah. is true. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% like, agree. Like like women legit have to contend with safety issues whereas we're at the house listening to Bon Jovi and cooking eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ate so many eggs because you girl. <laughs> <laughs> the house stank. <laughs> no, how do we... Oh, God. that, that That's a completely... Uh, that's, but I think that's it's one something way that we have to acknowledge. We have to yeah. acknowledge that. I wish that, we had yeah. someone like who could... You know, I guess share their experiences because I mean, yeah. I don't know. You'd be like, like, be like, who would he? Yeah, it's like where did oh, they gonna, live? Gonna, gonna, yeah, just yeah. give us the address. We'll go beat their ass. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're gonna beat their legs up. We ain't gonna really do too much. 
<laughs> they're no. gonna have a hard time at work tomorrow. <laughs> like if no, they go to the police department with bruises on their legs, police be like, mm, huh? Yeah, you probably just you've, been, you've been in some DMs, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you smell like DMs. <laughs> what about you, Matt? What, what's have you? Do you have an experience like that? I hate to put you on the spot. I love to put you on the spot, but do you have anything where it's like you might have done something crazy whenever a, a relationship was completed? When it was completed or was it failed what's well, i'd probably say my longest relationship yeah it failed like don't get me wrong <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, and I, you haven't learned st- from it then? well i think she would agree it failed but like i learned the most from it like so it's i ain't gonna lie it made me who i am yeah and like like shit i got homies now it's like yo bro like shit i wish i could man you go anywhere <laughs> and do whatever yeah like, bruh no, it ain't always been like that. Yeah, like he was calling me crying a yeah, whole yeah. lot. Yo, for real though, it's like <laughs> my nigga, no, I swear. <laughs> she held my hand like we looked at the stars. I told her I loved her. <laughs> nigga, she kissed my cheek just like I kiss hers. But like in that moment. I'm thinking like shit. My life's over. She don't love me. When she broke up with me, she took my heart, the couch, and the TV. And nigga, I paid for most of it. Like everything I gave her, yeah. I own seventy five percent. I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like you go through like straight up like evicting shit. Like that's my toothbrush, cause bitch, I bought it two for one. <laughs> like it's my toothpaste, cause it's my flavor. Like you know, I mean, you go through analyzing, and then like. When you talk to your family and your friends, the ones that's close that like know her or him, the first thing you say is like, "Look, don't pick sides," yeah. because you know they they was digging them, they yeah. felt them. Like, oh yeah. y'all, where's she at? Like my grandma, yo, uh, God rest yeah. her soul. Yesterday was a birthday. She's been eighty eight. Yeah, love her. She was the worst at it. Michael, where is she at? Oh, it's been six Christmases since I seen her, and damn it. I need a dose. Like, Come on, man. Like, what did you just say? You put the puzzle together in one punch? Like, it's been six Christmases. But, like, like you said, it's like the smell. Like, what do you do to keep any kind of influence, yeah. not even your own, away from just triggering, like, mass, like, annihilation to where, like, I'm uh, back in the bathroom looking at myself like, nigga, you take showers. You don't take baths. <laughs> <laughs> Bad balls, nigga? No, you don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go through. Like, hey, is that why you had me mail you that lush bath bomb? <laughs> look, look, look. You gotta cut off stuff that you totally used to do. Like, I can't go get a pedicure by myself no more. Like, no. Usually it's, baby, what did you say you wanted? Just yeah. give me the thing you got last yeah. time. Now it's like, uh, that one thing my girl got for me. <laughs> and they, they remember you at the shop. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, we haven't seen her since six Christmas. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't act like that girl. I don't know Say you. Say that like, again. How many Christmas has it been? I mean, six Christmas. <laughs> Where she is. Oh my god. She have long nail. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that's the problem when like you the outspoken dude and then like oh. you had a girl for a little bit and then you don't got her no more. You can't have no favorite spot because yeah. everywhere you go besides your grandma's that house. That's true. I left all have. of Bowling Green. Yeah. <laughs> but there's just, there's a bit of damage control that you have to do uh with every with other stuff no it's no you don't have to do it but we feel like we have to that's do true, it that's true yeah you and juggle so, deciding what's logical in like yes, because because we forget that everyone else around us their brains have to hit homeostasis and when they don't see you with that person they're just like 
school. Who the hell are you anymore? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, and then he's gonna go back to stealing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or call me out, bro. <laughs> or if you're niggas friend. looking out in the room like, who's he talking about? <laughs> oh I'm shit! I'm clutching my phone and like, oh. <laughs> But like, you see, like you're. If, especially if if it's your friends of the of the same sex, if it's your girlfriends or if it's your guy friends, once you break up, because your friends have this, their they have this con- uh, concept of you in their brain, or their brain needs to have this homeostasis as well. Seeing you with someone else is a very it's it's almost just like this isn't right. And so when you break up with them, they're just what they do. They come to your rescue, right? And it's a very destructive thing. And I think that a lot of our friends aren't very good about being like, hey, n- not even, it's not about like not speaking your mind about it, but it's like you still got to support your person the entire way. And when your circle doesn't doesn't operate on that level, you start, it, that that bros before hoes thing yeah, comes yeah. up there. You know what I'm saying? When it's like in reality, Ho- I'm not here to marry Ho- hoes all day. Team, uh, yeah. team hoes. <laughs> but, so like, let me ask you this though, like what, with the exes before, I mean, I know you're married now, yeah, but yeah. like, um, was it such a clear cut choice for your mutual friends that like we're so used to y'all as a couple like to choose you or her? Um, no, not the okay. So the the girl I dated for years before I dated my wife, or that that there was a if you want to call it a transition, and and truthfully, I stepped away from hanging out with a lot of them because because of that thing. I didn't know what to call it back then, right? Because she still hung out with 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 the set with that group of people but like it wasn't a big i didn't lose any sleep about like not hanging out with it, them it killed me bro uh, really that, like, yeah me. like i mean i wouldn't say they chose her over me yeah like did. in spite or anything yeah. but like they would let her come to the fart parties functions or whatever yeah. and not me and like i took it very personal yeah. and like i mean i think to agree to a degree how could i have not yeah but like i don't know i, I think i was also it. i was growing there was it's very easy to count it as like to blame it on like the relationship or anything. But I was doing so many different things before my friends were anyway. Like uh, the people that I at that point I had like my my college buddies, but I also had my work buddies who were all married and all in these things. They all had yeah. this stuff going for them. Yeah. I was getting to that phase where I didn't really care to go out and get fucked up all the time anymore. Right, right, it just yeah. didn't it like it was part of my trajectory to sort of shed some of that stuff off. So it wasn't a big deal for me at all. And how how old are you at this point? I was I'm 20 uh, 22 maybe because then I bought my first I'm just now shedding that shit like <laughs> last year I got rid of that shit yeah I'm I mean 30, like, but I mean it takes time yeah, yeah, everybody no, out there it's not a race it's, it's, no it's, it's, it's just the environment that's what it is and it's like so 22 or so that stuff was going on and then like I had a full time job and then again the people that I was hanging out with that worked they were just in different spots in their yeah. in their lives and so I was sort of making making myself get to that spot and shedding all that other stuff. So it all kind of just fell together. I never thought about like who's picking sides or anything, gotcha. you know. But one thing that I've talked about with Chris is like, and we talked about a little bit on the episode with Mark, is that because of the type of personality that I have and the person that I am, it's it's I just have more of a, again, proclivity to try and win a room or win a group of people or win like whatever. And... So when when something like that happens, largely 
people will take my side. Gotcha. But it's because I've said hey to everyone. I've yeah, been yeah. nice to everyone. You put I've, in that like, like yeah, 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 and like yeah. one one side you can think of it like, oh, there's a little <laughs> bit of malice behind it because when something like that happens, when someone thinks that Kalu is a piece of shit, they're 99.9% of the time, they're going to have to do more work trying to prove that I'm a piece of shit than any, because most people aren't right, going to believe Yeah, them, yeah, I feel that. You know? They'll be like, oh, he's a nice guy. You know, he's this, <laughs> yeah. that, you know? And, like, that person's going to be like, no, he really sucks. <laughs> but, you know, and so it's, uh, again, most people have sort of taken my side. But that's not something that I, that I like, take pride yeah. in. You know, I've noticed it, though. In my example, I wouldn't say that like any of them like liked me less or yeah, yeah. wouldn't hang out with me, but mm-hmm. like we that group of friends is big on like very like holiday based it like yeah yeah like same time oh same yeah you're year, definitely not there parties, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I'm not getting the invite and it just I don't know it hurt for a while but yeah. like I don't know, I think I was mad for a minute but like I get it I get why they did it like mm-hmm. you know it just took me a long time to really like relook at it and i think if anyone out there is like hung up on a relationship i mean as great as it could have been like take a step back and think like why it ended and like what you would perceive that person like thought was the bad about you and mm-hmm. like you got to work on it you yeah. know i mean it's i i didn't i ignored it for so long mm-hmm. like to be like you know still at the bar on tuesday thursday mm-hmm. friday like like what is the point of that yeah and like dude there's still know, people yeah. who have been who have gotten out of bad relationships or whatever and they they still haven't learned why it didn't work right yeah and it's and everyone's always said that thing like what's the common denominator in every of your shitty relationships it's you yeah yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> right? so like but like that self-reflection I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get to that yeah you know? the self-reflection is the is the hardest part to do because you are literally telling your brain that it is wrong yeah. but your brain doesn't know right and wrong it knows good signals and signals it doesn't like right and so it's always going to be like well why are you saying that this is the bad choice why do you think i'm doing this you know yeah, and it's, yeah. that's that connection in my opinion between your your brain and your heart and that's that's a hard battle to have and it takes it's much less work to have that battle than it is to be like no it's that person outside of me that your brain will easily agree with you yeah, and say yeah. that person hurt me they're the person in the wrong right, way right. because, it, because it's a risk because yes. to, to to do the opposite is a risk sure you're investing in somebody else by giving them the benefit of the doubt and putting liability on yourself mm. mm-hmm. i think i'd like to think for them for the most part you already know me i'm all about extreme ownership the entire time but uh, it's hard to get there sometimes. Dude, it really is. Saying, Especially I was, I was not there for just myself, definitely in that relationship I've been referencing, but just just recent in my yeah, life. You're you just know, like, like 10 months type shit. You yeah, know? Like, I'm yeah. really like holding myself accountable, responsible, and like pursuing the things that matter to me. Yeah. yeah. As, oppo- oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as opposed like- to, uh, <laughs> um, like, you know, just that social persona i put out which uh-huh. like get, got me lots of friends and that great girlfriend but like then once you're dating someone like you know y'all gotta be a team towards those goals and like that's a hard thing to do yeah man and i was and i wasn't like yeah. I, I was team cj like yeah. with a <laughs> fine ass girlfriend <laughs> but i mean i don't know like that's just kind of part of it it's hard to do yeah you know, it took me yeah. a long time to to do that i'm still working on it. i mean it's a everyday thing yeah all right so i want to for us to continue on to this stuff later on i think it's a good it's a good foundation we we don't have any answers we don't we're it's just something we want to unpack and so if any of you guys listening want to to try and jump on again one thing that we alluded to was 
it's very different for guys and how we handle the breakups. We'd love to see what happens. Uh, or or this the, group of guys. Yeah, or this group of guys. Yeah, I'd love to see what it would be like. But from, I, also, I want I want some of our female listeners to take away from this that we're very sensitive, open-minded individuals. So. Huh? <laughs> Most of us are ethnic, too. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is questionable. <laughs> I'm dark as night. But maybe, but yeah, happily. Yeah. Anyway, I just like I look just them. like Kalu, so I'm not married. <laughs> oh god. All right, but like I was saying, I do want us to. I want to make this a multi-part type of thing. I feel like there's a lot that we can talk about with relationships. One of the best concepts that I think we just sort of discovered out of this is if you want to, if you feel that you've moved on from a relationship, you should think of it as being completed. And not think of it as being failed. Absolutely, we don't like, like failing. We, no one does, you know. Yeah. And it, 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 I actually reminds me of if you remember the episode where uh, where Susan said, "No one commits suicide; you complete suicide." Yeah, the same kind of thing happens right here. Yeah, they're in they're they're putting yeah. an arbitrary like onus on the individual, like they did something wrong when in reality it just didn't work. It just out. didn't yeah, work out. And you learned something throughout. Yeah, yeah like you, you had gained. to have. You, like you so, grew. look at yeah. it as a growing experience. You know, yes. even if it's something trivial, like I don't like to share the covers with yeah. my neck, <laughs> my next girlfriend, yeah. or something dumb. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Was, like. Yeah. And then don't forget to look back on what you think yeah. you know might have caused the breakdown, and you know, and I'll you got to grow. Thing. If you if you carry that same mindset into another relationship where it's like, oh, I can't do this thing because that's what me and this other person did. I think you re- you face the risk of robbing yourself of possibly really good experiences. Oh, yeah. And then you could just be like, oh, I can enjoy the beach with anyone. You yeah, see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, right? Because the beach is awesome even Not if you're anyone. by yourself. There's some people no, out I, like, get away from me! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, I think you could rob yourself of like really bad situations right, if yeah. you continue to attach certain moments yeah. that was with another I can't person. take new girlfriend to Hickory and Oak because our anniversary. Or yeah, some, some exactly. dumb shit like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I see what you mean. So I think we're at a good spot. Uh, we wanted to keep this one lighthearted, but still maintain some of the the a lot of the attention that we've gotten from uh, from our Black History Month episodes. Uh, I want to thank you guys again for <clears throat> for listening to that episode, for giving your feedback, and again, all the speakers that have come on. Thanks to you two for jumping on here. I know Yay. it was like super short notice, but I'm really glad that you guys were able to open up. And I want us to do more things where it's like, yeah, we're talking about like. Politics, science, religion, and stuff like that. But I think it goes somewhere if we're talking about emotional stuff within us, like different yeah, past experiences sure. and all that kind of stuff. Um, because, you know, I keep repeating it, this stuff is like making sausage, man. And it's it's grimy, it's dirty, and all that kind of stuff. And if we're going to be okay with who we are now, we've got to accept every part about our beginnings and every part of the middle and all that kind of stuff, especially the bad stuff, because I think you you serve, you gain more from the bad shit than you do the oh, good. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. I'll forget about, like, really good shit, but I remember the places where I've See, fucked See, I up. would run from the bad, man. Yeah. Like, I tried to, like, stuff it down or, you oh, know, put no. it in the trunk and, like, still be a cool guy. But, like, yeah. it's better to face it, learn, and grow. Yeah. That's yeah. the move, yo. For sure. All right, so uh, do you guys have any shout-outs before we go? This is the part. Um, shameless shout out to whoever. Yeah, shameless shout out to my daughter, Olivia Mae Buford. Nice. Uh, she's the dopest, y'all. Uh, we had our daddy-daughter dance on Friday. Nice. We, we cut up all the rugs. We was boogieing. So uh, you the best thing Are that uh, ever happened to me, baby. I love you. <laughs> What's that? Why you do the rugs like that? Oh, man. We just had to show <laughs> them how nice we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you got anyone? 
Uh, it's Michael. Michael, oh. sorry. <laughs> I thought you were saying Matt. I, 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 I couldn't tell. Man, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, man. The we just is cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. I know him by a phone number in a group text. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> I don't even, I was just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he, I wish you had called him Spiegel or something. Spiegel. Like, <laughs> we don't know. It's awesome for once to go somewhere with my homies and somebody not be like, oh, shit, Mark Shannon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, you know, you get to meet somebody. But now you're Matt Wilson, so. Hi guys, <laughs> he got that Sammy Sosa thing going yeah. on. <laughs> now, do you have any? Oh no! Hey, shout out to my homie's little girl. She just had her seventh birthday party. Cool. She's the reason I feel like I've grown in relationships. Eventually, That's good. Make it. You know That's what good. Saying? That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Chris, you got anything? Um, I would like to give a shameless shout out, I guess, to um great eight performance. Okay. Tyler Young's bitch ass mm-hmm. out there doing his thug sizzle. Yes, sir. He's Bar- on this grind. Bartley just did to Arnold, too. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Shout out to yeah, Bartley. I've got to see. I've got to check the results. Hopefully, it did really well. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I did, well, but I saw bro- some photos. That's what's I mean, up. He, he still fucking killed it. Like, he right, was, yeah, he yeah. went. He was so dry. I'm, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he, yeah, he went. Man. I look at my yeah. stomach, and I was just like... Well, and I saw like, he was kicking it with Chef Irvine. Oh, uh, yeah, Robert Irvine. That was tight, yeah. And then he was like... I ate. Perhaps the most delicious meal that I've ever eaten. And then I saw the picture of what was like a lobster top filet. And then I read the caption and it was like 17 pounds of other food that he had consumed. And I was like, well, of course. He just Yeah, he's just like going murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had to. I had a oh, yeah. taco Big salad shout out. with queso on it. So you are a taco salad. Uh, yeah, oh, she is. Her name is Charlie Johnson. I shouted uh, her out. Did he say her name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he said her seventh birthday and my daughter's seven. I was like, let me have her birthday. But I, I guess that was for Shout her. Out Charlie. <laughs> no, Charlie Johnson. I appreciate oh, the sentiment, but it is not a birthday. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just, you said it right there with Bartley. And then I want to give one shout out to uh, uh, Fuel Nutrition. Uh, they are opening another location. Like, they're growing like crazy, it man. It's good. Will you send me food in Louisville? It's really good, Open man. one in Louisville, yo. Oh, my God. That would be the mother. Yeah. I'll would rock like, it. Yeah, let's see Jay run it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. That'd be down with it. Just do it. Just get all the sweet people in there. And I got one more shout out for y'all, too, for having us on, man. I oh, really man, appreciate no it, bro. Problem. No uh, problem at all. I've been listening since y'all started, and... Uh, it's only growing and getting better. So yeah, shout out to y'all. I need to put. It, I need to uh, re-add our first two episodes. I took those stones down. We just sounded and so colloquial. <laughs> it's it's, it's really gross, come baby. a long yeah. way. But we we do want to touch more on topics like this. Uh, we we want to again maintain our our momentum, and so uh, we thank you guys for everything. Thank you for listening. Oh, did we uh, say uh, Ryan Hines? Oh yeah, always. He's got a new fat burner that he just released. Yeah. Or I think it may be in testing or something like that. Yeah. So uh, I hope that stuff works out really well. I still need to talk to him about getting some of that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I've got. I don't have anyone else to shout out. So. I, I feel like I always motherfucking forget people. Like it's me, but I'm on this episode. Huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he does. He He's like, why do you never shout? Oh, me out? I do have one. So. One of the uh, people we've been following on Instagram, uh, In These Streets Podcast, they are start. I think they're airing their first episode maybe next week or something like that. Uh, I just want to wish them the best of luck. Uh, and if, uh, if there's ever a way for us to jump on that podcast, I think we can talk about some really fun stuff. I, I think from their mini episode, I think they're in like Texas or something like that. But there's all you know, there's like Skype and all I sorts don't, of other I, stuff. I, I CJ's nodding like we're going to Texas. Yeah, Dallas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, you guys do your thing. I hope I wish you guys the best of luck in your podcast and uh 
yeah, if you guys need anything, hit us up. But uh, yeah, that's all I've got. We good? I reckon. All right, we are out. Peace.